Welcome to Interwork with Marianne Walker, certified life coach for the helpers, healers, and anyone who wants to up-level their life. Life is what you make it, and here we make life pretty great. Come on in. Hi there, and welcome back. So as I'm recording this episode, I'm mentally preparing for my middle child's 18th birthday this coming weekend. So after this weekend, I will officially be a mother to two adult children, and that's kind of boggling my mind. <laughs> so she turns 18 this weekend, and then she graduates in May, and I am just that much closer to being an empty nester. And honestly, I'm not quite sure how I feel about that, <laughs> but I am choosing to be intentional about this time. I'm choosing to be present for all of it, to not worry about the future, but to just love the crap out of her and my other kids while they're still in my home. Because this really is an exciting next step, right? So yeah, I know that for me, like, um, I do tend to have my own manual and my list of instructions for how I think my adult children should be showing up. So I have to kind of do my self-coaching around, no, nope, like they're going to be just fine. They're going to learn. They're going to grow. Like I have seen them overcome challenges before. And I know that she's capable of taking on whatever's going to come her way, you know, so I can remind myself that, yeah, she's super emotionally intelligent, which is not only beneficial for her personally, but for her relationships as well. So yeah, I'm like super excited about this next stage. So Kasaya, I am super proud of you and I can't wait to see what you do next. And I know some of you are going to be asking about her name. So yes, her name is Kazaya. That's spelled K-E-Z-I-A-H. And it's actually a family name on both sides of the family. So there's a whole bunch of Kazayas down the line on my side and a whole bunch on my husband's sides too. So we thought that was kind of crazy. And so we thought it might be fun to bring that name back around. <laughs> And it also just so happens to be the name of one of Job's daughters in the Bible. And cool side note, I now have a follower with the same name, only a slightly different spelling. So that was super fun to find out. So anyway, today we are going to be talking about how our thoughts create our reality. Our thoughts determine how we're going to show up and what we're going to create for ourselves. And I get it, like some of you might already be arguing with me about how our circumstances are what creates our reality, but I really want you to sit with me on this. So let's say, for example, that you're going in for a new job interview. And as you're walking in, you're thinking, oh, I am so underqualified for this position. Now, if that's the thought that you're thinking, how do you think you're going to be showing up in the interview? So more than likely, the thought... I'm super unqualified for this is going to create a situation where you're showing up as timid or shy. You might even have a harder time articulating your strengths because all you can think about is how underqualified you are. And in your body, you might notice some things too. Like you might notice that you kind of can almost feel yourself shrinking, or maybe you're even avoiding eye contact out of shame, right? About being underqualified, or maybe your body is getting tense or your breathing is becoming more shallow. Maybe you're feeling ungrounded. Maybe you're fidgeting or restless. And so this simple thought of I'm so underqualified for this position, it's actually going to have a really big impact on how you're going to be showing up in that job interview. So what if instead you showed up to the interview thinking, wow, like I was chosen to be interviewed. So they believe I am fully qualified for this position. And you know what? I think I am too. <laughs> so if you're showing up through this thought, then you're probably going to walk in feeling super confident and secure in your abilities. You're probably going to be smiling and engaging more. Maybe you're even like imagining yourself working with all of these people. And so you're noting their names and their faces as you walk in. So you're probably feeling a bit more relaxed. So it's really the same circumstance, right? You're going in for a job interview. It's the same job. It's the same interviewer. Your resume is even the same. But how you're showing up is completely different depending on the thought that you're thinking. Okay, so let's play around with another example. Let's say that you're feeling disconnected from your partner and they come home at the end of the day and they walk in and you're thinking, they don't even want to connect with me anyway. So if you're thinking that thought, how do you think you're going to be showing up through that thought. 
more than likely you're going to be a little less enthusiastic with your hello. You might take a while to approach them. Maybe you're a little bit more reserved and withdrawn. So generally speaking, you really aren't acting like you're wanting to connect with them. And it's all because of the thought they don't really want to connect with me. So in this instance, your thought is actually creating more disconnect in relationship. So what if instead when they walked in, your thought was, I wonder how we're going to connect today. So this thought shifts things a little bit and into a feeling of curiosity. So from this feeling of curiosity, then you'll probably be more likely to approach them and greet them. And it might make your energy a little bit more playful and a little bit more open, which can make you seem more approachable. And so the thought, I wonder how we're going to connect today. It's actually giving your brain the assignment to look for the ways that you are connecting rather than looking for the ways that you're not connecting. And this can make a significant difference in how you are engaging with, with each other. And it will also significantly impact what your end result is going to be. So when my oldest was performing as Susie Bones in her high school's production of Puffs, uh, that's kind of a little spoof on the Harry Potter series, then her character was one that was obsessed with death. And it actually found pleasure in talking about it. <laughs> so this means that the more horrific the story was that she was being told, the bigger her smile was and the more maniacal her laugh. <laughs> so she was a very serious and straight-faced character unless somebody was talking about death. And then she would totally light up the stage. <laughs> so her character's motivating thought was, talking about death brings me to life. So it can be actually kind of fun to, when you're watching a movie or when you're watching a play, to kind of wonder about what is that character's motivating belief? So for example, the character that skips around all day and smiles at everybody and is constantly cheering everybody else on, but also struggles to allow space for negative emotion, they might have the belief, I should be happy all of the time. Maybe the underdog character in the movie has the belief that it doesn't matter what other people think. I know I can do this. Maybe the self-absorbed egotistical character is running the thought, everyone is beneath me. So each character in every role has a sentence in their brain that is running their entire lives and impacting how they show up. And the same is true for us. So imagine for a moment that you're an actor and I am your acting coach. So if you're going onto a scene and you are struggling to get into character, then I might just ask you, all right, well, what's your motivation for this scene? So in other words, what is the thought that is driving your character's actions? Every single day, we are the characters in our own lives and we get to choose how we want to show up. So observe yourself and see if you can identify your current role in your life and the thought that is driving your current actions in that role. So if you are writing the script for your life, what would your motivation be? Is your motivating thought that work is hard and something to be dreaded? Is your thought that every day is a new beginning? Is it that the whole world is against you? Or maybe that the whole world is supporting you? Your motivating thought could be anything. So just be really curious about what is my motivating thought today? And it may change from day to day, but just notice it. Now, one really helpful way on like trying to get a deeper awareness around what your motivating thought is can be being curious about what is your thought when you first wake up <laughs> and also notice what your thoughts are as you're falling asleep. During these two times of day, it can bring a lot of awareness as to where we're at in life and what our motivating thoughts are. So if you're struggling to identify your motivating thought, try that out morning and night. And really be honest with yourself about what the thought is that is currently motivating your actions. Because once you can be honest about where you are at, then you can consciously decide if it's something you want to choose to believe on purpose. So some common beliefs that I hear in my coaching practice are, don't rock the boat. It's not safe to speak up. Making adult friends is hard. If they really cared about me, then they would fill in the blank. People should just know what I need. 
They always win. I always lose. I'm not enough. I'm too much. I'm inadequate in some way. So if you were writing a script for a character where these thoughts were their motivation, how do you think they would be showing up? What role do you think they would play? A lot of these thoughts really sound like victim thoughts to me. So now let's kind of contrast those victim thoughts with some more heroic ones. For example, I am exactly where I need to be. I am capable of learning how to navigate any situation. Making friends is fun and easy. I'm always either winning or learning. I am enough. How I show up is about me. How they show up is about them. I am learning how to manage my emotions. I choose to act rather than react emotionally. Now, don't those thoughts sound so much more supportive? <laughs> and as you notice the thoughts that are coming up for you, remind yourself that all of these thoughts are optional. It is 100% okay and even encouraged to go into your thought closet, so to speak, when you're getting ready for the day and decide, okay, what thought do I want to try on today? You do not have to wear the same thought every day and mixing it up can be really fun and raise a lot of self-awareness. And so, yeah, today, just try something new on and see how it feels. Sometimes unbeknownst to us, then we may be walking around with life with like these big broadcast signals over our heads. And so it's basically like a big energetic neon sign that's declaring our truth. So I'm going to read a few of them and I want you to notice if these are thoughts that you might be unintentionally broadcasting to the world, just like the characters on the screen when we're watching our movies, right? Or maybe even know someone who tends to broadcast these thoughts out into the world because it really does impact how we show up. So here's a few of them. I'm not worthy. I'm the victim here. Take advantage of me. I'm incapable. I'm inadequate. Now, again, just notice that these thoughts are optional and you can try something new on. Just because you've always worn this thought around like a badge, it doesn't mean that it's true and it doesn't mean that it's supporting the life that you want to create. So maybe just for today, try on one of these thoughts. I am worthy. My voice and opinion are valid. I am learning as I go. I am the hero in my own story. I have everything I need. I am whole. I am enough. Now, the main thing that I do in my coaching practice is helping people to identify the sentence in their brain that is running their life. And once you're able to see and understand what that sentence is that is running your life, then you can be more conscious about intentionally choosing it or choosing something new, right? We can decide, okay, is that supporting the life I want to create or not? And maybe it's kind of hard to pick the new thought that we want to have. So for example, maybe you're thinking, I hate my body and it feels a little out of reach to believe I love my body. Now, if you're in a situation like this, like you may need an in-between thought or a bridge thought to help you get from point A to point B, right? So maybe instead you could try on the thought, I have a body. So the thought I have a body, it seems feels more neutral and it helps to alleviate the energetic charge built up around your body. And, and once it's neutral, you know, we can, it can help to ease us into appreciating our body more. Another example might be, maybe you're holding on to the thought, this always happens to me. And you want to get to a place where you can think, oh, all of this is happening for me, but that might feel a little out there. So in this instance, maybe you could try on the thought, sometimes things happen to me and sometimes things happen for me and that's okay. So kind of play around with your thoughts today and get curious about what your motivation is. And hey, if you would like support around these transitional thoughts, I actually have an entire episode dedicated to bridge thoughts that I will link in the show notes below. I also have some bridge thoughts on my website that are free for you to save or print or use as needed. And so I will also post a link to those bridge thoughts down in the show notes as well. 
And also, if you would like some help identifying the sentences that are running your life and you would maybe like some assistance to try on some new thoughts and see how they feel, come and work with me. It'll be kind of like I'm the one standing outside of your thought closet changing room and I can tell you, oh, this thought looks amazing on you. Or, oh, have you tried this one on? Or, hmm, it looks like that thought is a little outdated. Or maybe, how does that thought feel? Or maybe even, you know, hey, I think you're ready to go up a size or down a size on that thought. So if you would like some support around your thoughts, come and reach out to me. I have a few slots opening up this month and I would love to work with you. So come and apply now at MarianneWalker.life. I look forward to working with you. And hey, I hope that your week is filled with intentional thoughts. Let's talk soon. Have a great one. Bye now. Have you experienced personal growth by simply listening to this podcast? If so, just imagine how much more growth you could experience through working with me one-on-one. I have a few slots opening up this month. So come and apply to work with me now by visiting MarianneWalker.life. I'll see you there.